back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's Positive Vibes Only Monday. We're dealing with a big loss, but that's okay. Because like myself and my partner Eric Strickland said, Nebraska is only 0-1 in the Big Ten. So there's still that to look at. Uh, 402-464-5685, Sarder Heyman text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. want to hear from you guys. Uh, Christian in Lincoln says, Nate, is it your teammate's responsibility to tell the outfielders you're near the fence? Froth and I, oh, I didn't know Froth and Christian Lincoln were friends. Nice. Froth and I are also on a team and had an incident where someone hit the fence. Thanks. Christian, the, the way that I always was taught, and this is why it's kind of messed up that they put me in the outfield. I never played outfield a day in my life when I played baseball. I was a catcher and a first baseman, so for some reason they stick me out there, and for the most part I catch most of them, but not great at tracking. When you're near the fence, from what I was always told and taught, is that someone should be telling you that, okay, back, back, near the fence, something like that. Um, so I don't know. It's uh, it, That's just how what I always thought, so I was kind of frustrated uh, that that happened. Um Strick, I'll, I'll bring you in here because we were talking before uh, about the defense, and, and I want to continue this conversation. And, and text line says the focus should be on defense. Special teams will fix itself. Uh, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, defense is more important, but we saw last year what happens when Nebraska special teams is abysmal. So um, for what it's worth, I definitely think special teams need to be a focus. Um do, do you have more faith Bill Bush taking over now because – I know we had our issues with Shenander, but I, I just I, I understand your point where we talk about the seniors, the fifth years, the COVID year. I think really helped Nebraska for the most part when it comes to the guys on the defense because you had more talent out there. I, I just I, I looked at this team this year, and obviously it hasn't worked out like that. But I said outside of Cam Taylor Britt, I thought for the most part they stacked up well talent wise compared to that team last year I know there's certainly something to be said for guys that have been in the program older guys but I just when I look at this team I'm just like they have the talent to be good and that's where I always got so confused and that's why I don't know really where Nebraska goes from here riddle me this and tell me this what is the unique difference that you saw though when watching the games as opposed to this year what are some of those things that you saw that was uniquely different? Right? Right. That was attacking downhill, tackling. When the ball was caught, there was two or three guys around him. The linebackers were tremendously better um, in tackling. You know, you saw the You had a JoJo Doman on the field, which helps. Okay. Yeah. You could tell you could tell discipline in in in, in, in leveraging, getting separation. Um uh, they just can't get off blocks and they're, 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 they're hitting gaps and getting stuck in gaps and there's no extra effort. There's no getting in a gap, seeing something developing on the, uh, you know, in the B gap or going the other way, or, or you got leverage inside where you need to get back in right. and close that off. No spinning off. No, no, no ripping. And no, none of that. There's no ripping, no throwing. There's nothing. It's like, oh, I got stuck. Okay. It's the same thing you saw when Dylan Gabriel ran for the 60 yards. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. When he ran for that, that run told you everything. This guy runs. This guy 
guy runs a five four or he's got to be over five in a forty. He ain't running no four three. He ain't Michael Vick, <laughs> you know, or nothing like that. Right. This guy, this guy, basically ran expecting to get caught, expecting to get tackled, and was like, "Oh, they're not getting me." Okay, well let me just keep going. Oh, and then you just saw guys trotting. You saw guys kind of half going at it. It was it, that's the part that's that you you can't you 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 can't coach. That's got to be in the heart, right? Mm-hmm. You can coach it and demand it, and if they don't do it, they go sit down. But that's that that's a heart check stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they gave up on Shenander. I don't believe that they gave up on Mickey. It's still too early. But that's the thing to watch as we move forward into these next games. They have nine games, a bye week. Yeah, get it right. A big bye Mickey week. Say, yes, yes. Mickey said we're going back to individual. There will be no team stuff. It's individuals. You got to put in this work individually. They're going back to that. Then you'll probably get to team stuff next week. You got Indiana, who is very bad. But, oh, wait a minute. Northwestern's very bad. So don't don't think (laughs) you're going to just go in there and beat Indiana now. You know what I mean? Every game means something at this specific point. And, and don't get me wrong, Indiana might be the worst 3-0 and team in college football, but they're undefeated. That's better than what Nebraska can say. Also, Strick, we have a surprise guest, Cluster Johnson on the line, two-time national champion. Cluster, we appreciate you joining us, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I had some, some technical difficulties. Uh-huh. I know my man Strick was trying to get a hold of me, but he know I'm not going to let him down. I'm here for him. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So listen, there's a lot of things we were just talking about with regards to that defense, Cless. And there's one thing that I know for sure. There's a person, there was a coach, and it's going to be a a Sarah Heyman text line for, uh, we're going to throw this out to the text line, and 402-464-5685 for a signed Eastrick picture. All right? There was the worst defense class of all time under this specific coach. And I'm going to tell you the coach, but I want you to tell me who the defensive coordinator was during that coaching tenure. First one to do that wins. Bill Callahan. And the record still stands today at 475 yards a game and 35 points. Who was that defensive coordinator? Cluster, I know you know the answer, and I don't want you to tell me right now. We're going to see if somebody on the Sauter Heyman text line pops on and gets this victory. But it's sad. That's how bad it is. And the, at the track rate Nebraska's going right now, they could be on task to break the record. Yes, yes. It's, uh, you know, I never imagined that in my wildest years that we would get to this depth. But, you know, I'm the ultimate positive thinker. I'm not going to uh, crap on – I'm not going to crap on Shenander. I'm not going to crap on Scott Frost. That's that just not – I mean, I think at this time we all kind of know that there was something missing, something going awry. I felt that Scott, where he made some progress was they were actually competing. You know, there was there. I don't. I can't recall any any games where Scott got blown, just got blown out the water. So 
he was having guys be, I mean, they were being competitive. But the thing that was missing was that piece that just got you over the top where you could say either the coach would make a bonehead mistake or a bonehead move or the player would make a bonehead move or mistake. That's the time, I, like, and we've discussed this before, that's the time when you have to say, you know what, let me lean on my practice habits, let me lean on what I've been taught, and let me even go back to high school because most of these guys that played football in high school, they had a ton of success. They were probably the best of the best where they came from, or one of them. Uh, a lot of these kids come from championship teams, and you you got to get that back. Like you got to get that mindset back because I remember when I came to high school. You know, I was Nebraska athlete of the year. You know, and and then I was dealing with other guys who was that just used to winning, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Everybody got to collectively get that get that back together again. Everybody got to. I don't know if it's if it's if it's psychological. Uh, uh, you know, they need more uh, Jack Jack. What Jack? Um, why can't I think of Jack's last name right now? This <laughs> is totally slipping. He was our team psychologist, Jack Stark. Oh, Jack Stark. So Stark. More yeah. Jack Starks. In a mm-hmm. life, you know, where where we could really just do some visual visualization training, uh, but th- there's a there's just a little piece missing there because you can't tell me that these guys are not good athletes and that they didn't earn a scholarship based on what they did before they came to Nebraska. Um, I mean, a lot of it has to do with pride. A lot of it has to do with with uh, you know. And then you mix that in with technique and, and what you're learning on the field. Uh, and if you're practicing bad habits, the result is what you're seeing on Saturday. Two-time national champion Cluster Johnson joining us. Cluster, uh, one question I have for you is heading into this bye week, I, I know you guys obviously as a two-time national champion, you were always very successful. You were winning games. But for a team that now sits one and three, it seems like to me this is perfect timing for a bye week. Do you think this is good timing, and do you think this kind of gives them an opportunity to take a step back, or does this put even more pressure on the season? Well, you know, time – you've heard the old cliche, you know, time heals everything, okay? Mm-hmm. And time is not going to heal everything that they got going on. This is – but – Giving them a week to try to get Coach Bush in the place where he's trying to revamp some things on defense, I would really hate for them to have to play somebody this weekend and try to revamp a defense. Like you know how hard that is. Like it, it takes a while to get guys to gel and all be going in the same direction, getting the right calls and okay, hey, we're gonna do this now instead of this now. I mean there's quite a few things that I'm sure that's going to be changed, but the number one thing that I'm, that I'm noticing is it's just right. Uh, it's line, it's line play, line play, everything. O-line, D-line. 
and 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 I don't want to keep you know the, the tough thing to to say is back when I played. Let me just say Alabama. Let me say Alabama currently. Let's say Clemson, Clemson currently, Michigan. Like when I watch these Ohio State, when I watch these teams, they really control the line of scrimmage. They don't let you run the ball. Their number one thing is stopping the run and trying to make you one-dimensional. Because if you're one-dimensional, then that opens up the playbook to let you do some other things. And, uh, you know, you can put a little bit more pressure on, you know, on the DBs. You get up in their faces a little bit more. If, if, if a team can't run, uh, it just makes it, it makes it a lot tougher for a team to just – unless you just throw, 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 throw everything. But once you once you're throwing it a lot, you can put in some more dynamic blitzes. You can you can do some things that can put some pressure on them um, to to allow them to mess up some. But it, but if you are if you can run and throw, that's why you that's why you guys are seeing these 500 plus uh, yard games by these teams because if you're guessing all the time, like. You got major success running, and you got major success throwing the ball. Like they're just guessing every play. They're, yeah. they're guessing. No gap integrity. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's bad. It's bad. Yep, you're guessing, hoping that you're jumping into the right spot. And and and, and I talked about this earlier, but we, we we got we 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 need to get get you back again so we have a little bit more time. But um, but but like if you get caught in the wrong gap. There's no spin. There's no trying to to leverage back in. There's no trying to push somebody into the gap to maybe get them to trip over a foot. I mean, it's just it's just like it's like you just laying on them and just like, okay, uh, I'm I'm here. And that's the stuff I think that's disappointing, class that I that I see on a regular basis. Or a five four forty guy running down the sideline and everybody's half jogging. And nobody's trying to leverage to make the tackle. And then it's just like, oh, oh, well, he, he just got in. That, that's crazy to me. But that's that's unfortunate. Let, let, me, let me throw something out at you real Let me throw out something out again, Strick. All right, be, be, um, be quick about it because we got to go to a break. Quick. But go ahead. If, mm-hmm. if the D-line is not getting pressure on the quarterback, I don't care if you're Deion Sanders. It's going to be tough to cover. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. It's going to be tough to they have like two sacks. I heard they got two sacks against D one competition. It, that's yes. it's not. It ain't gonna be good. It's not gonna it's get not it good. done. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Cluster Johnson joining us on the side of him and text line. Sebo, thank you once again, man, for jumping in. I'm glad you were able to tap in. Uh, sorry for the uh, uh, the trouble that the you delay, had, my brother. Sorry trying for the to delay. get there, but it's all good. We appreciate you. We'll keep having you back, Cluster Johnson. Two-time national champion, join us on the line today to talk a little bit of Husker football. We'll talk a little bit more, but next, you must play to win the game. We got Shootout with Strick coming up next on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We'll be right back. See you in a second. 